Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of Pull Up a Stump with the one and only Cassie and Riot. Hi, guys. <laughs> We're back. Here we are. <clears throat> How was your day, Riot? What's going on? Tell us about it. Busy day. Haircut sale Busy. at work. It's been that way all week. Tomorrow's the last day. Hallelujah. Thank gosh. All that good jazz. <laughs> it's been great but it's been a lot and i felt like the week was going to go by a lot faster than it did so yeah like it just crawled yeah yeah like you know how you get Ugh. that feeling in january that you want january to be over but january feels like it takes three months <laughs> yeah <laughs> the last week of my life oh <clears throat> well first Let's start with our positive affirmations because that's yeah. just the type of gals we are. But actually what you were just talking about goes perfectly with our topic today. Change. Yeah, change. We're going to unpack change. What the heck that means to you. But first off, we're going to hit you with some positive affirmations, okay? So mm -hmm. if you're listening, take out a pen and paper, write this shit down. You want to go first? I am unaffected by the judgment of others. Love it. Yep. Love it, love it, love it. So true. <laughs> Just repeat it every day and I it will been. be true. Mine is, I take every setback and use it to my advantage. There you go. That's a good yeah. one. That's like solid. Right? I feel like a grown up now. goes with my my thing that i say every day on my well most days on my instagram don't forget move your body drink your water do your positive affirmations and we're bringing that to pull up a stump i was telling whoop, my whoop. sister about this i was like yeah she's always about like move your body drink your water and then something about positive affirmations <laughs> i'm so <laughs> glad you pay so close attention i'm like i do i swear just it's not working brain melted <laughs> <laughs> well, doing freaking 30 haircuts a day will do that to you. So I don't blame you. Ah, uh, yeah. It's been a lot. Like today, the whole salon from start to finish from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m., we did 87 people. Blech. Mm -hmm. Nope. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I <Not> bet. <laughs> All right, Edward Scissorhands. I feel like you have very strong. Honestly, why they're still so chubby, I'll never understand. Okay, like these sausages, like they should be buff by now. No, <laughs> they're not. Six packs. six packs on the insides of your fingers. Six pack here, eight pack there. Mm. No. I unfortunately have the anatomy of small little like chubby man hands. Thanks, dad. I appreciate the genetics on that one. But you know. At least feel, you legitimately don't look like Edward Scissorhands. I have disgustingly large hands. Like you can hold things nicely and like dainty and like your what? hands look good. But like even in like pictures, like people do like hands and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. 
You know what I mean? Like I don't have like the the fingers where like they're long and extensions or anything. Like I bend a finger and it looks like a donut. Like <laughs> I know that that's me totally talking down about myself, but my hands is like the one thing that I'm like, oh. You have to be able to find humor. Sorry. If I could replace them, like Edward's <laughs> hands, <laughs> give me new ones. I would. <laughs> you have to be able to find humor in your insecurities, though. Or, like, not necessarily insecurities. This might not be an insecurity. But, like, a something you want to change about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being able to find the humor in it, I think, is important. Or else we would no, just eat no ourselves alive. No change for this. <laughs> I have to have some kind of, like, well... It is what it is. So I get my nails done nice and long because it makes me feel girly. Like this looks much better than no nails. One day you might see it, but I highly doubt it. I don't even remember the last time I saw you without nails now. Yeah, I know. I get them done all the time. Like they're, you always. Yeah. Like if I don't have them, oh my gosh, when COVID happened and they closed the nail salons and I didn't have my nails, I was like. Someone help me. That's when I just ordered the like press-ons off Amazon. And I just freaking did those myself. Man, I am so hard on my hands. The press-ons would not last me like five seconds. Like I see videos where they're banging their hands off of counters and like slapping cupboard doors. No, like I bust these ones and these are cured onto my hands. And I'm like, fling, oops. (laughs) In the eyeballs. <laughs> oh gosh. No. Is it in the dinner? No, because I don't really cook. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah. But change. All right. And what it means yeah. to you, whether it's positive or negative, hopefully more positive than negative. That's what we kind of hope for every single day, all day. But change is a scary topic. Even if it I is positive. Because positive change still means that something is going to be different long-term. Well, and I think, yeah. And I think positive change still like, yeah, sure. It's going to change for the positive, but to get there, it requires work and like Mm -hmm. digging into parts of you or whatever. And that is scary. Yeah. So it's not maybe necessarily like the change itself. Like, Oh, now I, have better relationships or whatever like it but that's that 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 part isn't scary but it's the 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 road to get there that's like terrifying 100 percent, because you're afraid of how long it might take and if there's a timeline and i feel like most people they they want change and they want it overnight when they don't see it they give up Mm -hmm. and i am like the first person because for me i'm like okay weight loss journey this is my thing okay it's a very big problem because I want to be on this like weight loss journey and Mm -hmm. then I'll start to see like results but not fast enough and not the ones that I want and then I'm like that cheeseburger looks good I can have one right and then it's like a downward spiral into like chicken nuggets cinnamon buns and far too much bread (laughs) and then I'm back at square one where I started and I'm like cool here we go and I think being back at square one when you're looking for any kind of form of change, just sucks. Like it's yeah. just shitty. Mm-hmm. 
there's the negative on to the positive (laughs) (laughs) i think like and this is something that i deal with every day with my freaking clients um but it's like i to actually like affect change in your life and have it stick and not end up back at square one and not be tempted by the cheeseburger or for me you know it was not be tempted by the wine not be you know like all that stuff like my big thing that was sobriety for me right like that was fucking i had changed everything um and you know we have to one recognize our coping mechanisms we need to recognize our triggers because that is why you can't change it's not not like you specifically but like us as people like cannot change because we don't recognize we we haven't really dug deep and learned like what the trigger is and what the coping mechanism is because really like the weight the alcoholism the anxiety the depression well depression is like it's an actual thing but there are like phases of depression you know what i'm trying to say there's parts of depression that you can't pull yourself out of um you know these things like your shitty relationships your shitty all these things that is just the byproduct of you not recognizing your trigger and your and and relearning coping mechanisms right Mm -hmm. so in my opinion anyway um and so once you can figure that out and realize like, okay, why do, why am I such a person of instant gratification? And when I don't receive it, why do I jump to a cheeseburger? We're just using this as an example because this is what you started with, you know, but like for me, why, you know, like we can do it for me too, right? Like, why was I freaking such a person where like the second something went wrong, I was like, I need a freaking, I need alcohol. Like it, it wasn't like, oh, let's do something better about this. You know, like it was, so why? And when we dig into like, figure those triggers on this, I'm talking about the road to get there. Like that is some scary shit because I bet you your triggers nine times out of 10 are something that has either happened to you in childhood or something like fairly traumatic that has happened in adulthood. And who the fuck wants to revisit that? No. Definitely not. You know? Well, and then you kind of get to the point where you ask yourself, how many times do I have to revisit that before change sticks? Right? Like, it's not just going back once. You may have to go back into, like, you know, the nitty gritty, the hard shit that you don't want to go back to multiple times. Mm -hmm. Because it might start with one thing. And then you realize, oh, well, it's now another thing. And I have to go back there to, you know unveil that other thing and then more and then more Mm -hmm. i don't like that either even with you know like my therapist i don't there are days i tell her i don't like her (laughs) yeah because she makes me go places i don't want to go but when i'm done i feel like i identify as skinny there you go (laughs) because i feel weightless i feel light I feel empty. I feel like I have released trauma that I don't need to hold on to. And I feel like I've released a lot of things that swirl up in my ADHD brain that just live up there rent free. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, okay, we're feeling better. But then no more than a week later, I'm like, I'm not better. Yeah. There's still more. 
Mm-hmm. Why? And then change. You're like, oh, but change. Oh, okay. I can do it. You're like the little engine that could. Kind of. Well, and as humans, we, and it's like been a freaking survival thing since the caveman days, you know, we freaking, we want to live in our comfort zone. It's comfortable, you know, like regardless of if your, your comfort zone, like, how do I say this properly? Like your comfort zone can cause discomforts in your life because by living in there, you are staying in your bad habits and all these things. But at the same time, our brain, I think just automatically chooses comfort zone no matter how like kind of gross the comfort zone really is over the change because it's like a it's a I always screw this word up okay it it's a physiological change Woo! look at me it's you did (laughs) I screwed that word up all the time um it's a physiological change that happens within our bodies where your cortisol will be raised you know like your heart rate will raise your blood pressure will, will raise and your body doesn't will fight tooth and nail for that not to happen so yeah. because it's like survival so you're freaking to actually like implement change and get there you not only have to like fuck yourself up mentally you have to fuck yourself up physically because it's all a reaction and so why do we like oh let's just choose the comfort zone like yeah it's yeah like my comfort zone's gotten me this far but it's it's easier and like you really have to like convince yourself like you have to trick your own brain into wanting to change because it will like it'll it'll just leave you there in the comfort oh it'll self-destruct every single time Mm -hmm. every time like i can't tell you how many weight loss journeys i've been on (laughs) okay and it's not that i don't like love who i am i can 100 percent look in the mirror and be like damn like okay (laughs) from like here up right (laughs) and then when you're standing in a mirror and it's like you know like full frontal you're like I still love you, but I also hate you. It's a very strange, fine line. Mm-hmm. And when I'm out in public, like I don't, I'm not affected by like what I look like because my personality to me is larger than I am. Very and that's much. definitely something that I've kind of like used as like a shield is like, okay, you see my personality, but you don't see everything else. Mm-hmm. But there are so many things that I won't do because of my weight or that I'm too self-conscious to do. Pictures, uh, sit in certain chairs, plastic lawn chairs, the devil for everyone. Um, <laughs> but then there are things where like you want to go and do something and you're like, oh, I'm not going to look at doing that. So I'm not going to do it. But then I tell myself like, man, okay, we need change. You need to stop eating like a frat boy. You need to get back on the bandwagon here. And if it's just food that you start with, start with simple things. One thing at a time. Mm -hmm. Stop eating gluten. Try it. Stop it. You want to know why? Because gluten doesn't like you. Your body doesn't like gluten. You just like it. But it doesn't like you. Mm -mm. So I'm like, hey, we're going to make change. This is what we're going to change. We're going to stop eating bread and pasta. And if we are going to have pasta, we're going to have like egg noodles. 
or gluten-free pasta. Why? Because it's tastier. I find it it's better. That's just me. Don't come for me if you don't think gluten-free pasta is great, but you're eating the wrong kind. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but then there's like, okay, so now I'm also type two diabetic. So then there's that on top of that. Carbohydrates aren't good for me no matter what I do. So I'm making good choices. I'm making good change. We're taking that out. Then we limit and reduce sugar. I feel great. But then as soon as I have a morsel of sugar or a morsel of a carbohydrate, my brain was like, Comfortable, happy, want more, feel good, keep doing it. And I'm like, yeah. oh, there we go. So tricking the brain, I have thought of it that way. I have heard of that before, but that's hard to do. Not so hard. It's scary to like actually trick your brain into like not being mean to you. Mm-hmm. Well, and a lot of the time your brain has been mean to you for like a long time. Your and so life. sometimes your whole life, hundred percent, like, yep. you know, and so that is a lot of pathways to rewire. That is a lot of like stuff within the brain actually like needing to rewire and that because it's developed that way. Yeah. And so, you know, it's not going to happen overnight or anything like frick. Sometimes it takes years, but it's, it's like, I was watching this show on, I think it was Disney plus. I don't know. Um, it was Chris Hemsworth. Is that Thor? Yeah. Right. Yeah. He like had this series where he went and did like, crazy things like walking on these skyscrapes like hundreds of feet in the air you know and these like ice baths that are in the freaking atlantic ocean and you know, all these crazy oh, crazy but like for a long time like an hour in there or something like it was like these crazy things he was putting himself through and he was working with a psychiatrist or psychologist where i don't really actually know the difference between the two um that was like telling him because your body goes into fight or flight and your body's telling you like, get, get out of here. Like you're in danger. And so she was like telling him to, you know, do all these little steps to rewrite that pathway because it's been in there forever, you know? And one of the things that she's talking about is like square breathing. And that's one of the things that I tell my clients all the time. So like if you think of a square, you know, so you're doing like four. So you hold for four, in for four, out for four, in for four, you know, and it's like this like square breathing and it helps you like pump your blood full of oxygen and your brain full of oxygen. And in that it helps lower your cortisol levels and everything. And you're able to kind of like figure it out. And so, yeah, that's an extreme example, but it goes to the same as in those moments, like you're saying, like when, you know, you eat a freaking morsel of sugar and your brain is telling you, it's lying to you saying that you need to have more. It's like a fight or flight response just in regards to a coping mechanism. So then you have to, yeah, like the five second rule, the square breathing, 
these things like tapping yourself, you know, these things that you can do to like snap yourself out of that moment. And then in this work that you do on yourself, you learn better coping mechanisms. And so you snap yourself out of the moment and then you have all these new, this new toolbox of better coping mechanisms that you can pull out and then you do those. And then that happening multiple times, eventually the brain kind of rewrites. Yeah. That was like a long ass rant, but. <laughs> you did good, girl. You did, girl. Thanks. I love this topic. <laughs> well, change can be so like uh, amazing and great and fun and happy and wonderful in so many different ways. Because when you set yourself a goal to change something that you want to change, not saying that you have to, not saying that it's important that you do, but if there is something that you want to change about yourself, whether it be, you know, your weight, your like right down to like the way you dress, say like you really love a certain way or a certain type of fashion or, you know, um, boho or I don't know, chic Gothic, if you will, country Gothic. I don't know. But like, if you want to change the way that you dress, if you want to change the way that you, um, you like even just your outlook on life, it can be so great and so validating when you actually like, realize that oh I did it like that happened we're there and mm -hmm. then maintaining it once you are there is so much easier than fighting to get there yeah and that's the part that you should really focus on aside of every instead of everything that's against you because if you always focus on what on, on everything that is against you you're never going to get to that change that you hope for or that you want or that you plan for that you're set a goal for because you're constantly fighting yourself. I've done it for years. But looking forward to it is just so much better. Like saying to yourself every day, like, you know, a little bit closer, five pounds closer, 10 mm -hmm. pounds closer, whatever the case is. I use weight because for me, that's like the one thing that I want to work on the most. Yeah. Also the ability to say no and not feel bad. That's another day. But, you know. No, we can dig into <laughs> We can dig into the word no and why we're so afraid of it. Sure. But it's change. We don't. Yeah. It's, it's scary. I hate saying no because I feel bad. Mm -hmm. I hate falling off the wagon because then I feel like crap. And then I kind of like shut down and then I take a few days to build myself back up and we start again. Yeah. I feel like you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, father. Oh, father. <laughs> right. But I just find like it, for so many people, change is really, really scary. Whether it's uh, like weight drinking or it could be like, doctors it could be job it could be spouses even becoming a mom was a scary change oh yeah that change your brain really didn't fight you on though no Do you know what i mean like becoming a mom was just like all of a sudden a light switch went off like ding you know some people yeah. deal with like postpartum depression that's hard but it doesn't 
doesn't mean that you're not a mom. Doesn't mean that that maternal instinct didn't turn on for you. That's just a whole nother category of something that you have to deal with and work your way through and handle and cope with and figure out where that lands you. But becoming a mom, your brain doesn't fight you on that. Not everyone. No, no. I don't know. I was excited to become a mom, but also terrified. I guess change. Be scary. But I think when we're talking about that, I think for me anyway, it was like, I was more scared because I was like, I really don't want to fuck this little human up. Uh, you know, yeah. it wasn't like, oh, my whole life is going to change. And like, all these things are going to change about me. It was like, oh my God, I have this little human that I can't fuck up the way my mom fucked me up, you know? And so that was like the scariest part of becoming a mom for me. And I was like, man, that's a big, that's a tall order. That's one of those super size freaking diet Cokes from 7-Eleven, man. That was a tall order. And like, oof. Honestly, I but. don't really remember how I felt about that change in my life. I think I was more afraid of it changing me completely and then not knowing who I was after the fact. No. Right? Yeah. Like, who am I now that I'm a mom? And my mom, if you ever watch this mom, I'm sorry, but uh, it was always like, you know, you have to be home. You have to be a mom. You can't do this. You can't do that. You know, you can't have purple hair. You're a mother. Yes, I can. I didn't die. Just because I became a mom does not mean I died. I can still have tattoos. I can still wear t-shirts that have skulls on them or band t-shirts like the Beatles and all the other things I want to wear. Just because I'm a mom doesn't mean I need to wear like polos and khaki shorts, right? Yeah. Sorry to anyone who does. Not judging, but it's just not me. Yeah. But, <laughs> if I ever saw you in that, I'd be like, is the world ending? <laughs> like, are you okay? Like, do you need to yeah. talk? Do we need to sit in a What is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I don't know, like, it's the one part of me that actually embraced change well was becoming a mom but everything else change has been like a terrifying subject i thought i was really good with change for years and years i thought change was not a problem for me like oh i don't mind when things change or when things fluctuate or you know which have you no mm -mm. I realized much more as I got older that I'm way worse with change than I ever thought I was not afraid of it. I'm just not good at it. But I also think that like, I think that changes with age because I too used to be, I was like, fly back the seat of my pants, you know, like was unaffected by yeah. change anywhere, you know, like I'd freaking swap men. Like they were my pants, you know, like they freaking I'd move houses. I moved cities. I freaking moved jobs. I was like, I was just, I was all over the map and it was fine. Whereas yeah. now my fucking coffee maker's in the wrong spot. And I'm like, like <laughs> life's over, you know, like, I'm like, I have my two cups my two coffee cups that I drink out of, I have my straws that I, you know, and like when my coffee cups are not there, it's like, I can't drink coffee, you know, like these, 
as we get older, I think change gets scarier, but I think it's also because we start to really realize like what comes with that change and the severity of that change and like all that this change is going to affect. Whereas like when we're younger, we're just like, yeah, just like free ball in life and, you know, just deal with the repercussions as they come. (laughs) And, but yeah, so I think that that's a normal, I think that's normal to like get older and fear change more. But we also got to think too, if we're thinking back to the pathways thing in the brain, once we're older, like your brain's developed. So all those things are like solid. And so to change it, we literally, like I just explained, have to like rewrite our pathways. Whereas like when we're younger, it's like the brain's still, like our brain isn't even fully developed till we're 25. Like I became a mom at 25. And so like all my life before mom, before momhood, I was just like free ball in life. And then, you know, and then all of a sudden you just change is just this thing that is so hard, but it's like, it's cause it's no longer just like a choice. It's a literal life pathway in our brain that is like made. Oh yeah. I remember being 18 and packing everything I owned into seven boxes and throwing it on a Greyhound and hopping on a plane to Toronto. I was like, okay, bye. Didn't know what I was going to do when I got there. Didn't know where I'd have a job. Didn't really matter. And then two years after that, I was like, Nova Scotia sounds like fun. Let's go there. Just like not a care in the world. Like do to do. And it was my motto for life or mantra motto, whatever everyone's saying these days was I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Yeah. I'm mid thirties and I still say, I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Do I ever get there? Mm. most times I do and I'm like okay this sounds great and I just navigate over the bridge I'm way better at navigating over the bridge when I get there than planning what happens along the way yeah like I'm like okay how do I set this up for success along the way I usually have success when I cross the bridge because that's the end game for me but getting to the bridge I'm like not planning nothing we're just gonna see what happens when we get there yeah And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it works. Yeah, but it's the way it is. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think we should talk about how because like how we've kind of touched on here is that change is so scary and it's so there's negativity surrounding it and i think that that's obviously half the reason why it's so hard to change is because yes change does have a negative like connotation to it but change doesn't always have to be negative you know like we kind of change doesn't mean that you hate where you're at it doesn't mean that you hate your life always or you hate your relationship or you hate your job or you hate your body whatever the heck yeah sometimes it just means like you want more or you desire more or you've outgrown where you were prior or you you know so i think again like 
you deserve more hundred percent. And so we like, I think the thing that holds so many people back from change is because there is that negative association with it. But when we can look at it, like how we just said and spin it and be like, yeah, it's scary as shit, but I deserve more. Yeah. I worked for more. I outgrew that. You know, when we start like putting positive words in front of the word change, all of a sudden change doesn't seem as scary. And, you know, and again, you have to be able to essentially like stick up for yourself in knowing that like you don't have to hate it to want to change it. Yeah. Hate that like change doesn't come from hate all the time. Change comes from growth. Change comes from like a, a bunch of different things. So when, you know, like, oh, for, age, you know, lifestyle. Yeah. Like, for example, like when, you know, you want to start a, start a new job, you know, we're not going to say exactly, but like, this is literally something, this is funny. This is literally something I'm going through right now. I don't hate my job now. I love my job. I love helping my clients. I love, you know, the, the, the effect that I have on people. I love teaching people how to love themselves and all this stuff. But I've done a lot of growing in the last year or two years, and I've done an insane amount of work on myself. And I've realized that a dream that I had as like a child and even into adulthood that I squashed because I didn't think that I was worthy enough. I didn't think that I could do it. I didn't think I was worthy to take on this new career role, all this stuff. So my self-worth was shit. And that held me back from pursuing this this next career move I'm making. But I'm not making it because I hate my job. I love my job. And I, to a certain degree for a long time, I will probably still be a coach. But I realize now that like, I'm more than fucking worthy to do this next career change. I am more than capable of doing it. I deserve to do it. I deserve to let my dreams come true and all these things. Right. And so that's not negative. No, it's still change. Positive change. Positive change. Yes. If we could look at change in a more positive way, I think change would be 10 times more achievable than we think it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Like 100%. Like, I just wonder how many times people have even held themselves back from positive change due to like a self-worth issue or like that kind of stuff, you know? And like being scared to work through your worth and like work through like why you feel like a bag of dicks all the time and you're not worthy of anything in life and you just take the freaking bottom of the barrel for your entire life like work through that shit again trigger Cope. change you know coping and so it's like work through that shit and then look at how much less scary changes you know like three years ago i I've, I've literally thought of this career change like my whole life. Okay. And so like, I wanted to do it as a kid and all this. And three years ago, looking at it, it seemed impossible because I just wasn't there. 
But now I've spent two years like digging myself out of a fucking hole. Like I know I'm the shit now. And like nobody can fucking keep me off my rocker. Like, does it sound cocky? Sure. I think it's confidence, you know, that I lacked for fucking 26 years, you know? And so it, well, 27, you know? So it's like, but now I look at that change and I'm like, yeah, it's a little scary. Like I get a little butterflies in my butthole puckers a little bit when I think about it. But at the same time, (laughs) I'm like, I got this. Like, I got this, you know? Absolutely. You got to get through the shit. And then change isn't as bad. No. I also think when you want that positive change and you're like, okay, I'm, for me, I would love to go and do like, um, like, makeup artistry but on like a competitive scale so think of things like skin wars or like like face off or whatever yeah Mm. or like glow up if you will okay oh yeah for example sake of what i'm talking about for a long time it's not that i didn't think i was good enough to do it i had no idea where to start and even still some moments right now i still don't know where to start like i would love to do like a, a barbering or a hairstyling competition with color or whatever that situation could be but when it comes to makeup artistry even creating my own makeup brand is something that I wanted to do for many many years and I just don't know where to start Mm -hmm. so finding like the resources and figuring out where to go how to like what stepping stones you need to put in place in order for that to like get the ball rolling Mm -hmm. you know I still want to create a makeup brand still to this day like that is like like riot makeup needs to see the world like it and the world needs to see it i just don't know where to start it and then that's the next goal you know like the next big one for me i've gotten to where i'm at i'm very proud of where i'm at i accomplished school i'm a journeyman i'm red sealed i'm proud of all of those things but i'm like i want more I feel Mm -hmm. like I can do more. I feel like I haven't just like reached the bar and there we're here. I like that change can go higher. And like the sky is not the limit. No, no. And I think like to that, that topic or, or like that exact thing there, you know, like, you exactly like you said right like you're proud of everything but there's just more out there and there yeah you want more you you it's it's not like you're just okay i've i've gotten here that was cool time to abandon that let's move on like no and it, it and two actually this just i think too that what people are so afraid of change to as well is that They feel like when you change, you have to just give up everything. Like you are never allowed to be a fucking hairstylist ever again in your life. Like I am never allowed to coach anybody anywhere, any time again. Like you are never allowed to talk to that person. You are Mm -hmm. never allowed to eat another cheeseburger. Like that is not fucking true. No, You can still have parts of your quote unquote old life 
and still desire to be above where you were at, you know, and example, I went from one job to another because I wanted to increase my skill set. I wanted to go to a barbershop. I wanted that experience. It's completely different from hairstyling. Everybody knows that. Mm -hmm. But I literally stopped myself from doing it for so many years because I was afraid of losing the, the relationships and the friendships that I had created with the people that I work with that they were going to be so mad that I wanted change in my life and that I was leaving and that I didn't care. And then all of a sudden I'm like, well, I feel bad. I can't do that. Cause like they need me or, you know, they're not going to talk to me when I leave, they're going to be mad at me or, and then I went and I was at this barbershop and I did great. And the amazing thing was they were all still there. I was like, Oh, okay. I don't know what I was afraid of mm-hmm. and it felt great. And then, you know, did I go back to my old job? Sure. It didn't really feel like a step backwards. It just felt like, honestly, like a new chapter because I was walking back into an old job with new skills. Yeah. And that felt and, good. Yeah. And then you are more valuable, like where you're at now, because you did take that step. Not that you weren't, you know what I mean? Not that you weren't valuable before, but more so because you have the the more skills. Yeah. And yeah. that's yeah, a hundred percent can be applicable to so many areas of life. Like change exactly like we said, right? Change doesn't mean the past is just erased and you're never allowed to revisit these things again. But you and don't be could afraid re- that that's the point, because it's not the point. You don't yeah. have to be afraid that, well, if I do this, this is going to happen. But if you don't do this, you're going to be more mad at yourself that you didn't. Well, and like what happened to you, you could revisit the past and come back like a 2.0 version of yourself because mm-hmm. you went out and did something, you know, and, and changed something about yourself. Yeah. You know, and I think if we're going to talk, because, you know, I'm sure not everybody here is a hairstylist or an ex-alcoholic or anything like that. So, you know, where this could be applicable in relationships where how many times have you been in relationships or you've heard people in relationship, whatever, where it's like, okay, you need to go like do some shit for yourself, you know, or like I need to go work through some shit on myself and blah, blah, blah. And then you are able, like, you just, by doing that, you're not like, I'm never going to date someone ever again in my life. You know, I'm throwing up my hands. Like, I got to go do some work and this is the end of my fucking dating career. Like, no, you go and you work on yourself. You deal with some shit or that person goes and works on themselves, deals with their shit. And then once you come back into the relationship or another relationship, it's so much better because you went and like changed all these things, you know? So, Yeah. I don't know. I think change is just something that it can be so positive. It can be so scary. It can like just be, it can feel like it's a freaking mountain in front of you constantly. But once we like nine times out of 10, once you do it, you're like, I wish I did this yesterday. Like, I wish I did this. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, can you honestly think of one thing in your life that you changed? And then after you were done, you were like, fuck, I wish I never changed that. 
or like, I wish I never did that or something. Besides like doing something real stupid as a kid, but like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe. No, no. Like my childhood memories, those are crazy. If we ever did like, oh, a, I'm, I'm like young yeah. adult. Yeah. As an adult. No, definitely not. Like there's nothing that I have gone through or experienced or changed or, you know, embraced change on that I, that I could sit there and be like, well, that was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> no, they've all been good ideas just a hard road to get there mm -hmm. and but that hard road makes it that much more uh oh my god where's the word what is the word fulfilling mm. for lack of better words there's one in there does not want to come out that's a good one um where it it feels good and i have could probably sit and think about a million things where it's like, well, I did this. Am I happy with it? Maybe because I'm not finished changing it yet. Like it can. Bang, mic drop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not done with it yet, but we're almost there. That's a good feeling too. But then you get to that goal and you're like, cool, I'm, I'm there. My change is happening. Change is good. We're flowing. We're vibing. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, wait, I can make it better or I can turn it into something different or make it more or whatever the case may be. There's, I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting and needing more and knowing that you deserve exactly that. No, I think, and I just think back to my life like before i did the big changes in that and like sitting in that fear of change is so miserable like you just sit there and you just just like for i was just disgusted with myself disgusted with my life like the choices i was making like blah 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 and all those things that we've covered in this episode were in front of me, you know, and I know so many of you listening can freaking relate to this, but it's like, <clears throat> you have the, the steps in front of you, you have, you know, no, you don't know where to start. You have, you're scared of the work. you you know, you know, you have to talk like some pretty deep conversations with yourself that are not fun to have, you know, and am I going to lose people in my life? Am I going to lose my friend? You know, like this is all in front of you and you sit there in this fear of change because of steps a through z and you just fucking miserable like and it's so debilitating after a while and i think sometimes like if the change is big enough you like we're not just talking like oh i'm gonna go get another diploma you know like the, if the change is big enough then it has to take in my opinion for my life it did it has to take something so insanely big for you to make that change because like you have to be sitting there at fucking rock bottom of whatever that looks like for you to be like okay like all these steps all this stuff all this fear like i got this like you have to do it or else like you're gonna die you know, like this is ridiculous and not necessarily like literally, um, but you know what I mean? And so it's crashing down around you, the floor is falling out below you. 
Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, we really have to, like you said, little steps, you know, little goalposts. You can have that big picture. Like you can, you should know where the fuck you're going. So you should, you know, (laughs) have that like big picture in your mind and, you know, but then the little tiny, like the, the little steps to get there, you know, and then that way things seem more attainable. They don't seem as scary. You continuously are like topping up your tank with positivity and like empowerment as you like conquer these little steps at a time like you're feeling like you know I got I fucking got this and then next thing next weekend you conquer three steps all in one because you're just you're you're freaking high on your own success you know and then next bombs pardon you call them positive bombs little positive bombs along the way they're you're like they make you feel great yeah a bomb and then that's that's when things happen and all of a sudden you look back and you're like holy shit like my life did not look like this a year ago and I never thought I could get there and you know all these things are like oh my gosh like I left that guy that I or that girl that I never thought I could leave and now you're sitting there with someone that you are so madly in love with you know it's like oh what the fuck you know or it's like oh I never thought I would not live paycheck to paycheck. But then you're sitting there a year later on like a beach in Mexico and you're able to afford to take yourself and your kids and your hubby there. And you're like, holy shit. Like what, you know, or all these things. Like, I don't know. I think you're really unpacked. That's the only timeline part of change that you should look at is when you do achieve something that you set your mind to sit there and think to yourself like wow a year ago night and day mm-hmm. you know, i even even my students i would tell them the same thing keep pictures along the way keep keep a memory um a, a, like a track record of where you started to where you are now go back and take a look and be like wow that bitch did the damn thing mm-hmm. look where i'm at now that's the only part of a timeline when it comes to change that I think people should validate. I agree 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, it, you can get lost along the way, right? And those, those pictures, those whatever, they, they keep you on track while like still remembering the goal in mind. Because yeah, yeah. it is, it's a messy road. The road is not fucking straight. The road is zigzag, you turned and friggin' no U-turns allowed. And, but I mean, if you have those things along the way, it's so much easier to remember where you're going. Like, it's just, change is so powerful and it can do so many things in your life. And it's powerful in the sense of what you're about to like embark on, like not necessarily the, the end goal, like the road is so powerful to get there because once you get there and you like look back and you're like, I fucking did that. Like you feel, he didn't help me. Nothing can, she didn't help me. They didn't help me. You know, I did that. Yeah. You feel like a boss bitch. Like, I feel like a boss bitch nowadays. Let's all say this. That's our, that's, that's going to be like one of our positive affirmations to tie this one up here. I am a boss bitch. Say it with me, right? I am a boss bitch 
I say that kind of like on a regular. I should write that on my mirror and like red lipstick because it's my thing. I really should. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be awesome. Just write on my back. Yeah. That'll probably look at me like I'm crazy, but it's fine. I'll be like, you'll understand one day. We'll go get matching tattoos together on like the insides of our foot. I am a boss oh, bitch because yeah. as we're as we're walking along our path of change on our feet, we have I'm a boss bitch. Oh, girl, even if we only do this over FaceTime, this has to happen. That's a tattoo. It's already in the works. Yeah. <laughs> I'll drive to where I'll drive to where you are and get a tattoo. Heck yeah, either it's not way, that long. <laughs> if you oh, that's the there, that is the one thing that we are definitely doing a hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. I think like right on the inside, like like right here, I would put it. A little bit higher. That part wears off pretty easy and it fades away. We don't need that shit fading away. We need to keep it strong. True, actually. Somewhere <laughs> on the foot. Symbolizing yeah. the yeah. walk there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got this anyway. Anyway, anyway let's 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 tie this one up here. Um, I think we've gotten our point across. And thank you so much for your valuable, valuable opinions. Well, yeah, like you know, change is scary, but don't be afraid of it. No. Right? Embrace it. Take it by the, the horns, the bull, whatever that phrase or you know. Take bulls on horns. <laughs> that is right. Right? You, you just you take it and you you run with it. You ride it. Because if you let it ride you, you're never gonna get to that change that you want. No. And it is so empowering. And remember, little little steps. Little steps because yeah, that that whole pathway that's intimidating as shit. Oh yeah, but, if you take on too many things, you're gonna crash and burn real quick. Yeah, you gotta focus. Yeah, little things, and don't be afraid to reach out, like you know, for help here yeah. and there. People, yeah, change can be really scary when you're doing it all by yourself. But even if you're like me and actually like you, where you don't like to ask for help, at least. Like if you have, but you also have to be frick. We shouldn't have, we shouldn't have started to talk about this because now I'm on another rant, but let's just say it really brief and really quick. One thing I learned in my journey is to be careful who you tell that you're on the journey, because there are so many people out there and my therapist, actually, I don't think I can say the word on it. I'm not getting canceled. We can't say the word on here, but they are little joy suckers stealers and they will steal your joy and they will derail you so be careful who you tell it to but you know if you have someone that's true and dear to your heart like let them know you know so that person can be your cheerleader that person can be your sounding board that person can be your support that person can be your shoulder to cry on this is a fucking hard scary journey you know just be careful who you tell it to because you don't People will get jealous. They will try to derail you. They will, you know, see that you're outgrowing them. They'll see that you're doing better than them. And they'll try to tear you off your little freaking path because, you know, people are assholes. Um, those yeah. are the anyway. curveballs of life. I really think that those, that when someone says like, oh, life threw me a curveball, that's what it is. Hmm. Joy? Joy stealers. Yeah. Okay. 
that's a better word to define. <laughs> joy stealers. I was like, why could I not think of the proper word? Because I think the, the other word's like in my head, but. Yeah, like your motivation um, thief. Yeah. Oh, I can think of lots. <laughs> <laughs> I probably could too. They're just not appropriate to put on the internet, especially. Appropriate. I mean, we're supposed to be like. Clinically correct. Politically correct. That's not the word. Don't even get me socially correct. Politically correct right now. Oh, we don't need to start. This is not a politics podcast. Okay. No, not ever. Not ever. No, no. That's a private, private politics of a hair salon, politics of like, you know, your job where you work Mm -hmm. or, you know, where you happen to volunteer and there's like, you know, workplace politics. That's different. But like, yeah. Government politics. Politics, politics. Nope. Belong here. You can find a different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I dare you. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. said canceled. Well, I think we're not getting canceled. I think this was a very successful podcast. Thank you so much, everybody who tuned in and listened. New episodes drop every Saturday. Anywhere you listen to your podcast, we also have a YouTube and you can watch our video and you can see these faces behind the voices. It is pull up a stump on YouTube as well. All the links are down below. Um, I hope you guys all have a freaking fantastic day. Don't forget, move your body, drink your water, do your positive affirmations. (laughs) And yeah, you want to say, just love yourselves. Say, Say goodbye, my girl. Ciao, bitches. Ciao, bitches. <laughs> Ciao, bitches. <laughs>